Greetings. Murder and ghosts. Where are you at? Adams. A podcast about truth. Here. Invite you to enjoy this show. Where are you? It just called us douchebags. We gotta get out of here. Murder and Ghosts in This Life and the Life Ever After. Murder and Ghosts is a podcast detailing true life murderous accounts and the paranormal activity that surrounds them. Host John and Cassandra lead you on a unique journey into the dark and troubling reality of humanity gone wrong and the spiritual effects that linger. Join Murder and Ghosts in this life and the life ever after. And now for another exciting episode of Murder and Ghost. I'm John. I'm Cassie. And tonight's episode, episode 27, The Black Dahlia Part 2 Live Ghost Box Reveal. And now... I'm excited. Yeah, there was a lot of questions that she did not answer, but the ones that she did were good. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. I can't wait, because you didn't tell me anything. No, I did not. I've not heard a single thing. And, and to be honest with you, it was interesting for me going through it the first time, because going through it the first time is work. So I'm, 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 don't get me wrong, it's, it's fun work and enjoyable work, but it's work. And going back and listening to the clips after the fact with a different frame of mind, mm-hmm. it's like, holy cow. Yeah, and I have to tell you that in, in putting these clips together, we literally had to stack clips. This was the first time that I literally had to stack them this way multiple times to get a phrase to come through. Oh, wow. So it's very cool. Yes, I look forward to sharing that with everyone. How exciting. Very, very cool. And I have to say, I am so excited that we're back to doing the live sessions and uh, having having to put together the bonus episodes. I, it was okay. It was fun. But, man, yeah. I look forward to this. <laughs> In a lot of ways, I'm sure this is easier because it's more of a back and forth and you don't yes. have to do as much splicing. So. And so much yeah. thinking, is this going to work? Is this going to fly? Because when we do this here, it's, it is what it is, and hopefully it'll fly, and if it doesn't, oh well, because this is what we got. Right. Right. Okay, so um, before we jump into the clips, do you want to get some news? I have a couple of stories, but I think you have a couple, right? I do. Uh, I'll do the first one here, and this is uh, one of the, the continuing, now that we can, I think we're going to be able to do every episode, cross my fingers. Uh, This coming from ABC News, a 20-year-old New York woman's cold case homicide solved 42 years later. Eva Wilkowitz was killed in 1980 on her way home from work. Eva Wilkowitz was 20 years old in 1980 when she was kidnapped, raped, and strangled to death after she took a train home to Bayshore, New York from her secretarial job in Manhattan. Her body was found near her apartment on Long Island. On Wednesday, Suffolk County police and prosecutors announced the killer was a a man who had died of cancer in 1991 and who had lived near near the spot where Wilkowitz's body was found three days after she never came home. So it was the uh, it was another DNA case that they were able to solve with the advent of the technology that has blossomed and these are so much more common, even six months since we started. Into it, yes. It, it's, I'm it's, really like it. It has exploded in the last six months. Mm-hmm. Just I kind of hope that. What's that? Just a little tippet of tinfoil hat moment. Not our, because mm-hmm. we're not even close to that segment yet. But <laughs> <laughs> the advent of all these cold cases being solved with this sudden quickening of people being enlightened is there a coincidence anyhow just food for thought right i think that hopefully in the next couple of months we'll hopefully have an episode where all of the news is cold case yeah that'd be great that would be nice that'd be really cool so i have a story and you'll have to excuse me because i don't like listen to the news that often I typically will just read the news so I do not know how to pronounce her name even though it has been all over the news I only peruse uh, the headlines I, I, I only yeah, peruse I, the headlines very seldom do I click on an article and read the whole thing I just I get enough information from the headline right 
I mean, and if it's a really salacious one, I'll be like, there's no way. And sometimes I'll click into it. But yeah. Um, so Reno Gazette Journal. Uh, this was from April 1st. And her name is Naomi, and her last name is spelled I-R-I-O-N. How would you pronounce that? I-R-I-O-N. Arian? Arian? I'm so sorry, I can't pronounce it. But So she was 18 years old, and she was abducted out of a Walmart. She was at Walmart, and she was kidnapped. And there was, for a couple days, I saw her in the news. Uh, they were looking for this woman. It turns out she was murdered. But the person who allegedly murdered her, Troy Driver, he has been charged um, with the murder and abduction. Great, they caught Basically, him. Basically, he, they caught him. And um, he's saying, or they're saying, that he snatched her for the express purpose of assaulting her and or murdering her. So this was definitely a pre-planned, like he decided he was going. It wasn't just all of a sudden he opened his car door and shoved somebody in. This was a thought about it, went ahead and executed it. This was premeditated. Um, yeah, this was not. I mean, she. A random. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a crime of convenience. It was he planned to do this and he did it. Right, and so as of right now, police and authorities are saying that the investigation is continuing and they're going to be releasing information as it becomes available. But uh, he was charged with charge of open murder with use of a deadly weapon, in addition to felony charges of robbery, burglary, and destruction of evidence. So it sounds like he tried to conceal his involvement at the very least. And not very well, mind you. Right. Yes. <laughs> Thankfully. Both, yes, luckily. <laughs> and so that is the update on that story. I'm sure more will come out between now and the next week. So I do remember we'll seeing I do remember seeing her in, in, in the headlines and the picture that they had released from Walmart of her. And yeah. I did not realize they had caught the perpetrator. I, I heard, saw the article, the headlines again uh, yesterday, yesterday or this morning uh, that they had found her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, was, I was disappointed to hear that she was deceased. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's, a, it's definitely a shame, but in the same breath, it's nice that her family has some kind of closure. closure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have a, a rather long update for you. Um, on the Murdoch story, and um, Ooh, cool. this is this is coming. I believe it was from ABC, but I say that I, I pre-recorded this because it was long, and I wanted to get through all the information because it's pretty it's pretty juicy. So here we go. This is coming from Fitz News Independent. Fifty-eight dollars in Maggie Murdoch's bank account. What new docs tell us about the Murdoch finances? More questions in the mystery. This was published on March 29th, 2022. Nearly 10 months after Paul Murdahl and Maggie Murdahl were found murdered at the Colleton County hunting property, new documents filed in probate court shed light on the powerful family's suspicious financial situation. Sources close to the multiple investigations told Fitz News since the double homicide that they were following the money to find answers in this case. The trial has sent the investigator snowballing as it was revealed in September that Alex Murdoch, the only publicly named person of interest in the double homicide of his wife and son, allegedly stole millions of dollars from his clients. Colleton County probate documents filed this month revealed a troubling financial state for Maggie Murdoch, the 52-year-old mother of two who was known to flaunt expensive clothes and purses. John Marvin Murdahl, Maggie Murdahl's brother-in-law, was made personal representative of the estate last year. This was after apparently Maggie's sister's name was scratched off as personal representative and someone wrote Randolph Murdahl III's name in the 2005 will. John Marvin has been in the spotlight this week after he did two interviews with both the Charlton, South Carolina Post and Curry. I'll stop there for a second. This, it just, it just. I'm just shaking my head. Snowballs is not, is not the word. So John Marvin Murdoch was now the personal representative for the estate after Maggie's sister's name was scratched off and uh, Murtaugh's father was handwritten in there <laughs> and they actually showed a picture of it. It's like, he's like, Oh my God, this is, this is a joke. 
And then as the story goes on, it just gets worse and worse. And this Marvin guy mm-hmm. is like, mm, yeah, mm, mm. I, just, I just don't know. Here we go. And the Hilton Head, South Carolina, Island Packet Newspapers. Previously, John Marvin only did one interview with ABC, which appeared on Good Morning America in June of 2020. In the Packet article, John Marvin specifically stated that the reason he did the interview was to clear up any rumors about his role as personal representative of the estate. I talked to Maggie's family, and essentially what I told them is I'm going to discharge my duties as the PR in a lawful manner that makes them proud, he said in the back of the interview. I want them to know that it's being handled the best that I can. Everything is transparent. Yet the documents John Marvin filed in probate court recently... The fact that he had to say everything's transparent was like, are you telegraphing telling us that everything's not transparent? Because everything that comes out after that is like, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right. You walk in the kitchen, your kid is consuming cookies, and you don't say anything, and they just go, I'm not eating cookies. No, of course not. I'm not eating any cookies. It's all transparent. (laughs) It's completely transparent. Sure. That's how I was like, this is completely transparent. (laughs) I just pictured Nixon... I am not a crook. <laughs> no joke. This is on par with a, yeah. Yeah, this is totally okay. Nothing's wrong. So it, I'm just thinking, yeah, this this needs to get covered up. And the, the more that I listened or more read, I read the stories, the more I'm thinking, you stepped in here to cover the tracks, to protect whatever assets you could protect because everything is going down the drain. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, all these assets, all this money, there's nothing left. And I'm I'm just like, yeah, here we go. Represent a confusing and likely incomplete picture of Maggie Murdoch's finances at the time of her death. Here is what we learned from the documents filed March 22nd in Colleton County Probate Court. Was Maggie Murdoch really cash poor? According to documents, Maggie Murdoch had just $57.77 left Bank of America account the only bank account solely in Maggie's name listed at the time of her death. In Maggie and Alex's joint Palomito State Bank account, Maggie's share only amounted to $4,154. But nothing is ever as it seems when it comes to the Murdoch's. Now, $4,154 is a lot of money to a lot of people, but not the Murdoch's, especially considering that Alex Murdoch is accused of stealing nearly $9 million from more than a dozen clients in the last decade. One of those Palomito State Bank accounts Maggie shared with Alex had only $16 in it. So did did someone drain Maggie's account around the time she died? Were the Murdaugh's in deep financial trouble last June? It is possible that these aren't all the accounts that Maggie Murdaugh had access to prior to her death. Marvin listed these accounts in the section joint with right to survivorship, specifically where he had asked to list any non-probate property jointly owned by Maggie Murdoch. According to documents, the total amount of money listed in Maggie Murdoch's account couldn't pay her mortgages. At the time of her death, Maggie Murdoch had an estimated worth of $4,160,000 total in real estate holdings between her ownership of the Moselle property and the Edesito state. Maggie Murdoch was the sole owner of the Michelle Moselle after Alex sold it to her in 2016 for $5. However, around $2,178,669.57 was owed in mortgages on both the properties. 847287 owed on the $1 million Moselle mortgage initiated in 2015, $1,122,852.84 owed on the second Moselle mortgage of $1,311,865 from 2013, $208,529.46 owed on the Edisito mortgage The home was purchased by Maggie and Alex in 2002 for $415,000. It appears that they weren't paying their mortgages. 
Recently, John Marvin Murdoch sought to sell the Moselle property and pay off a more than $2 million mortgage held by the Palomito State Bank, a family-owned Hampton County bank that also has been accused of playing a role in Alex Murdoch's alleged financial crimes. According to the probate documents, Maggie owned an estate of $111,500 in order and other assets including $85,000 value for a 2021 Mercedes, $12,000 value for a 2014 Ford F-150, $8,000 value for a Ford F-150, $6,500 value for a 2012 Land Rover. These people owe millions and millions of dollars and they're listing these cars that with, with basically no value. I mean, in comparison yeah. to everything else, it's like, where are all the assets at? Where's all the money at? This man stole $9 million from his clients. Why are all these accounts empty? Go? Yeah, where's the black hole that got sucked down? This does not make any sense whatsoever. This case just gets more bizarre every time they report on something. But remember, it's completely transparent. Yeah, I'll, I'll forego reading the rest of it because we got another five minutes. But I'm telling you, the rest of the story is the same. Just these numbers, the more numbers after more numbers. She went out and she was redecorating the Moselle property and she was buying these, mm -hmm. these uh, English linen curtains with khaki print and these, these uh, just gaudy things that people buy when they have too much money. But these people had no money, yet she's buying all these gaudy things that makes absolutely no sense. Right. Oh, there's definitely more to this. This is not done yet. <laughs> They're going to have to get a forensic accountant in here. Uh, on top of the forensics for all the dead bodies that are around this family. Yeah, seriously, because there's something a little bit, a uh, little bit not all right with all those numbers. And, and the feeling that I got, and I have nothing to base this on. This is total speculation on my part. This is my disclaimer. Mm -hmm. That the ties in this community run so deep that the corruption, this this Alex corruption, I think is just mm -hmm. the, the just the, the tip of the iceberg. It, it just, my oh, gut feeling is, for sure. yeah, the, 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 this, this, he did not learn this all on his own. He did not get these ideas all on his own. Not in his opioid stated, vibe. what's that? It wouldn't let this small town vibe, this, this collective of people who are involved would not let one single family do that without to, wanting to bring down the whole, the whole clan. They, they were doing their best to yeah. cover this up. They're all involved in this. There's, I would think. Yeah. My, my gut feeling, although I have nothing to base this on, in fact, but just my speculation, my opinion, that there's more, way more to this, and they're doing their best to put the fire out. Yeah. They're trying to. You know, what is it when, when like, your farmland is up against a fire, you set fire to part of your farmland as a fire barrier? It yes. sounds like they're doing that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Maggie's sister. No, no, no. You, you, you can't. You can't come in here right now. Yeah, yeah. No, Paul, the, the father right here. See, they changed the will right here. Yeah, yeah. They penciled it out, and yeah. So no, you, you're not the personal representative of this estate anymore. No, 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 no. I am. See, yeah. Because that, that doesn't make any what, sense. In what universe does that work? Yeah, in their Seriously. universe because they're used to controlling everything. Well, yeah, but people just don't do favors like that for other people. Everyone's yeah. palms are getting greased in this. Yeah. It, the, it the, seems the greased like palms are trying, trying to stay greased by uh, covering this up because if they all get caught, they're all going down. Oh, my gosh. This is going to take years to unravel. Good. Give us something to talk about. This is <laughs> Right? <laughs> well, I'm going to forego my last one because we're at 20 minutes right now, and it was not a very uh, juicy story. Okay. So we can just skip it. That's cool. Here we go. Well, let's get right into, uh, at first, listen to most of Elizabeth's clips. The Black Dahlia, Elizabeth Short. Um, listening to her clips, they were inaudible at first. Okay. At, 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 but then when I was able to break it down and listen more, I was able to get more information out of it. And so this first one, it says, I would like to communicate with Elizabeth Short. Um, and the, the response is inaudible. I would like to communicate with Elizabeth Short, born on July 
there was a gruff but so I couldn't hear it there but once I broke it down here it is isolated forward and reverse it came out this it's here listen to the deep part skip it I would like to communicate with Elizabeth Short, born on July 29th, 1924. Skip it. Mm. Here's the okay. next one. Elizabeth, have you ever been contacted before? Okay. I got the sad part at the very end. I'll play it one more time. At the very end, it says sad. Elizabeth, have you ever been contacted before? I can hear it now because I know what it says. When I isolated it, okay. I was able to find this. Everybody sad. So right before that high pitch sad, it's mm-hmm. everybody sad. One more time. There's a couple beats before everybody's sad. Everybody's sad. One more time. Okay. Here's the next one. Elizabeth, have you ever been had contact with energies that are not human? At the, again, I can hear it there. there. It's stop. Okay. Forward and reverse, it says this. Stop, Stop us. us. Stop us. Stop us. Okay. There's huh. next one. Yeah. Elizabeth Short, do you know what your frequency is? Okay. <laughs> it's, what'd you get? I heard nope. Okay. I put it down as inaudible because I couldn't understand it. When I went forward in reverse, it says this. Listen. Elizabeth Short, do you know what your frequency is? Listen. Okay. Okay. Next one. Elizabeth, focus on the energy of the radio to match its frequency when you talk to us. Stop it. She says stop. She said stop. So here it is isolated. Stop. Forward and reverse. Ready? Stop box. Stop box. She didn't want to talk, man. Wow. Stop box. Okay, this next one here. Um... It's inaudible chatter. And what I did is I went reverse also, and it was still inaudible chatter. But I wanted to include it because there's frequencies in there, and there's there's vocal patterns. I just can't make it out. And I was thinking that I can only hear on a certain frequency. You hear something differently. So I wanted to leave it in there for the listeners to see if maybe they can get something out of it. Elizabeth, can we talk about your life when you were on Earth? There's something in there. I, I feel something. That I just can't hear it. Yeah. Here it is in reverse. Again, at my core, there's something there. I'm hearing. I just cannot make anything out. I can't break anything down to yeah. say that this is specifically what's it's being so said. Whispered. Yeah. Um, this 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 one is is whoa here we go elizabeth who did you move in with in 1942 split okay isolated forward in reverse 
split in half. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Wait. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> okay. Oh, oh no. You just okay. got it. One more time. Oh no. I did. I did. Split in half. Yeah, ooh. Yeah, that's what that's I said cool. too. I don't like that. Unless she understood. That's a little dark. Yeah. Okay. Here's the next one. Elizabeth, who do you miss? It's a voice deep. It, it, it goes deep above all the hisses, and it's simply hunt. Who do you miss? Oh. And the response is hunt. Isolated forward and reverse, it's this. Hunt me up. And so, Unless it's not hunt. But the other way, because yes, cut. that's exactly the same, very same thought I had. So, oh. could, could hunt me, cut me up. Yes, very, oh, very. Maybe, maybe she's like, here's your answer. This is what happened to me. Yeah. Well, here's the next one. Uh. Elizabeth, a future guest on our show would like to know what kind of clothes you wear. Okay, this is there was one. a word in the front and a yep. word at the end. Yep, there sure was. And this is the one that I had to cut, cut, stack, and then multiply forward and reverse, and we get this. So it was inaudible. Here it is inaudible again, isolated. Okay, I understand what it is now, so I'll play it one more time, see if you can catch it, and then we'll go to the next one. Okay. It's scare. The The question again is, is Elizabeth, oh, a future okay. guest on our show, would like to know what kind of clothes you wear. And it is might scare. Okay, here it is again. Okay. Forward and reverse. Okay. Might scare guest. scared guest so <laughs> we've got to play this for him <laughs> oh I like it oh that's so funny one more time that's next one funny. isn't that great Elizabeth may I ask you about the night that you left this frequency that I'm on broken up and I had to put it together. Here it is. I You help. You help. Here it is again. Forward and reverse. You help me out. Okay. So wow. I'm asking want to ask her about the night that she was murdered and mm -hmm. you help me out. Yes, isn't that great? Aww. Here's the next one. Okay. Elizabeth, do you know who is responsible for what happened to you? This was again two yeah, phrases. I had to cut them both out, put them together, and it's just stop. And I forgot to put them together. Here it is. I'll just play the clip again. Elizabeth, do you know who is responsible for what happened to you? Just stop. Yeah, she doesn't want to. Yeah. And then here's the next question. And this is... Elizabeth, Elizabeth, what would... Say it again. Sorry, this is not the first time they've said this. No. This is not... No, this is a repeated... Elizabeth, what would you like us to know? He's dead. Isolated. Oh. He's dead. And then forward and reverse. Oh, okay. Now, when I heard it from my original doll, when I was, the clip was, he's dead lives. 
but here the lives is 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 kind of fuzzy. I'll play it one more time. I'm not hearing the lives in that part okay. then. Here's the next clip. Mm -mm, that one's not very clear. Yeah. May we communicate with you again? Forward and reverse, it says, saw us. May we communicate with you again, saw us. So there was a couple references that I could gather from that was what actually happened to her, saw us. Mm -hmm. So was there more than one? Yes, I'm going to, I, again, that's complete conjecture, but there's no way that someone did that with that precision has only done that once. Correct. And I think they would be smart enough not to do anything similar that would be able to draw the two to say that they were, they were uh, in connection. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was the clips. Wow. There was a lot of them that there was nothing there. I asked the question, there was no response whatsoever. And so I just cut those out. But the ones that, did get a response for, so I thought there were some good responses. Definitely not warm and inviting and no. like, let's sit down and talk. There was no excitement in that. No. She was like, <laughs> to the point and <laughs> yeah. But I thought what, the one I thought was cool, has anybody contacted you before? Yeah, they're all sad. It's like, I almost got the, the feeling was like, yeah, they're all sad. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know why they, can, they contact me all the time. They're all sad. Well, you know, come to think of it, we're not somber when we do this. No. Mm -hmm. It's not it's a matter of Most people, I think, that do do this, yeah, it's very, but can be kind of, you know, very somber. And well, the whole, the whole, the whole, yeah, the whole topic is morbid in itself. Wanting to talk to the entities. Right. But, I mean, yeah. Wow. Well, those were some good clips. They were good. I enjoyed that. Out of curiosity, how long did it take you to uh, splice them? And About three hours. I, oh my gosh, that's a lot. It's it goes by so quick it's though. Definitely worth it though. Oh, it, it, it's it is, it's it. a treasure hunt. I'm telling you, it's like it's like prospecting for gold. If you've never trust me, I I, I might have talked about this before because it, it had such a good impact on me. If you've never stuck a shovel into the ground at the creek bed, and pulled gold out of a creek. I'm telling you, just go do it for fun. Oh my gosh, the feeling, the rush, the, the sense of of accomplishment. I've actually dug gold out of the ground. No, no I haven't dug a, a ton of gold. I dug gold out of the ground, though. That's and very cool. Doing you these ghost boxes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I do. Huh? Yeah, uh, but going through these, these ghost box sessions are, are just like that. It's just like sticking the shovel in the ground and pulling out a nugget. When they respond, mm -hmm. I mean, that's... Trust me, I, I put that in my little vial because holy, holy cow, that is so good. And they're direct responses too. It's not beating around the bush. Every time they're not, you know, no, and, and they're not very like talkative sometimes, but they're still responding to the question. There's not just it's not just random. It sounds very direct. Yes. I think that lends a little bit of credence to it because I know there's still some people that listen that are like, eh, I don't really know, I don't know. And but, you. I find the same specific. thing. I, I find the same exact thing. And I, does it bother you that people don't? Do, 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 do you frown upon the fact that, oh my gosh, people are going to think I'm nuts talking to this box, think I'm talking to dead people? <laughs> do I frown on it? I'm, I'm aware of it. And I'm not exactly happy about it. But I don't talk about it much, put it that way. Very See, few people I that just, I know know I do this. I'm just the opposite. I'll tell anybody and everybody. And, and honestly... I don't care what they think. I have no fear whatsoever about what anybody would think because this is my it's reality. This I, is my existence. It's not that I worry what they think. It's more that like I have to be aware of the fact that not everybody's super cool with it. So like the people that are cool with it, we talk about it and everyone else I kind of just play it play it safe. Why do you not think everybody's open to it? Why do you think people aren't cool with it or aren't open to it? Is it the whole death aspect of 
if, because they're afraid of the death aspect of it. You're dealing with things you yeah, shouldn't. And I mean, certain people, certain people are like super religious, and it's like, yeah, let's just not, let's just not talk about that, because you know. Can I? Can I just? Can I just ask honestly? I'm being, I'm asking. Well, seriously, from from yeah. from a, an inquisitive point of view, I don't understand that. You say that to me, and I don't understand. It doesn't relate. It's like I don't understand how they can stop with. Don't you want to know the answer? Don't you want to know more? If if I'm going to ultimately die, don't I don't I have the right to to investigate what this death thing is? Right. No, you absolutely do. But some I just know that not everyone is cool with it. So it's just and I'm cool with it. They're not cool with it. I don't mind that they're not cool with it. I I I, I, I don't mind. Be cool. Be not cool with it. That's cool. I'm cool with you not being cool with it. Just just leave me alone so, so I, I can be cool with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people are, who are into that kind of stuff. It comes up in conversation, and then sure, I'll talk about it all day long. But yes. Only to the people that I know are like, yeah, that's really awesome because I don't want to be the one person that's like, yeah, I talked to these dead people through this box. And I'm socially awkward enough as it is, honestly, to have a conversation with somebody. I get would get so excited. I can see the look in their eye like, oh, what do I say next? And at that point, I said, yeah, but hey, yeah. How, how's your day going? <laughs> yeah, and that's, I'm like, I'm already awkward as it is. I honestly don't want to like double down on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just keep pretty quiet in general. <laughs> I can't help it. I'll triple down on it. I will just stand on the desk. Oh, oh my God, you got to understand this. Oh no! Uh-uh. It does because it, oh, it doesn't. No. It, I, I talk to. What's that? It doesn't bother me. I, I, I if you guys don't understand, I, that's fine. That's cool. I, I don't mind that you don't understand. But maybe if you just listen, maybe you could understand. Maybe you can give me some insight because of what you're thinking. It's. I would love to hear what their thoughts are. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't know everything, and my gosh, I, I would. I, I thrive on other people's energy. Their thinking. Their when somebody says something, it, it, it goes in my mind and it starts hitting around like a pinball machine and it spits out this response that, that I find exciting because I'm learning something new. I'm learning, look, learning a different perspective that I did not see or think about before. Right, right. In, in management, there's many times that I have had a decision and a thought and somebody came along and, and kind of cocked their head sideways and said two or three words that I'm left speeches thinking, damn. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. Mm-hmm. I love those interactions. It's like very humbling. It's like, damn, you're absolutely right. Okay, next. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think well, that the, go ahead. Back, the ghost box, I'm like, I have a couple people that I know that are really into it and the rest of everybody, they don't need to know. Or if they do know, they're just like, oh, that's weird. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> That's that old, that goes. You know that old the, the old saying where I I don't want to live the straight and narrow. I want to mm-hmm. slide into the tomb with a martini in my hand and whatever. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I want to slide into the other side just full steam ahead because I don't think it's the end. I want to know all about this. What's over there? Yeah, what do you wear? I want to talk to people in their ghost box. Dude, you're not going to believe this. You're going to be like that guy that like butts and is like, hey, hey, hey. There has, in my childhood, I was mesmerized by Harry Houdini. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because of the time and they were just piping that into the TV set. And so when we got to watch one of the three channels, there was Harry Houdini mm-hmm. or the books at school and there's Harry Houdini and the, the you know, he was very superstitious until he disproved or he thought he disproved the psychic that was supposedly communicating th- through um, his mother through the psychic to Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, there was a, a memory of Harry saying that if he can communicate from the other side, he will. So I'm thinking that we have to do a Harry Houdini, Harry Houdini ghost box session. And give him an opportunity to communicate from the other side. We should do that next week. I love how we have these production talks live, but Beautiful. we should do that next week. Next week, yeah, I, we'll do that, I was like, 
I was looking for cases and I, I was kind of waffling. I'm like, no, I'll think about it later. No, this is perfect. Next week will be it. Excellent. Harry Houdini on the plate for next week. Cool. Now into tinfoil hat time. Yeah, well, we... Yeah, well, we kind of slid into tinfoil hat time gradually. What? Did we? smooth transition. <laughs> you sent me, okay, speaking of, I, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be a Costco-sized tinfoil hat for this one. But you sent me a TikTok the other day. The one about the guy who works for the government. Yes. That, like, remote views. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I sat and just listened. It was a three-minute, at least three-minute long. It was pretty long. Yeah. I was like, no way. It was a good story. I went and found one of the Hemisync meditations. And I am so telling... essentially this guy works for the government and he can... He's like a psychic remote viewer with tremendous accuracy. Yes. CIA, CIA black ops finding nuclear submarines and targets and... Missing children. Missing children. Also. Yes. Yeah. It's a pretty fantastic story. So you said you were looking into his particular brand of... There was yes, I, I mean he has. A, I know he had his own. There was one. There was a technique where they call um, hemisync, where the you sync the two mm-hmm. spheres of your, of your your head, your left and right hemispheres, and you sync them together so they're operating together, uh, at a frequency mm-hmm. so that you can do things basically, um, outside your physical body. So you you take your physical body and you put it into a box and you experience mm-hmm. the rest simply in your mind. And after going through that, I had this, this this distinct revelation about the fact that we are so small. And when you think about the enormity of the universe, we are so small. But yet, we can't imagine the entirety of the universe. Think about that for a minute. We are infinitesimally small, but we can imagine the entirety of the universe. How is that possible? How can you be both at the same Pretty time? Fantastic, right? It's 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 because we are all of that at the same time. The only way we could do it is if we were. We already are. Mm-hmm. That revelation was just like holy smokes. I had to sit back for a minute, and the whole next day I was vibrating at at this this man. I feel good. I just feel great. So so, that's so great. Have that's you, my reality. Say that, say that again. Have you only tried it once? Twice. There was two. There was two of them. I did twice. them both that same night. And there were several out there earlier, but uh, they said that for some reason they take them down or they're behind a paywall now. Mm, bummer. But you know, I wonder if there's more. Hopefully, you can find more. Oh, I think so. Cool. Without a doubt, this again. Once you understand how your mind works the thought of having to find the other ones i don't need to find the other ones i understand how it works i understand the process i understand that some people may need all eight videos or all eight sessions to understand it i i I don't Mm -hmm. i i understand the premise i understand so i i i don't need to be convinced a lot of people that i talk to about this stuff they want to be convinced show me proof i don't have to you don't have to show me proof. It's not about proof. The fact that we're floating on this 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 wonderful globe, and and you're listening to me right now. Think about that for a minute. The fact that that is happening that is proof enough for me. You can't tell me how and why we're floating here, able to communicate. I don't need convincing that this is possible. Right. I'm convinced. I just need to find out more about it I, so I can understand it. I floated down recently, and I don't know how I got on this side of TikTok. And I know anyone that has TikTok understands. You'll occasionally just interact. I don't know in what way the algorithm works. but one You looked at that one video for two hundredths of a millisecond longer than any other one. And so... They got you. And it wasn't even because I related to it. It was because I was like, what the actual F word? Excuse me? And I probably like rewatched it again because I was like, what? Anyway, hashtag targeted individual is a rabbit hole that you will fall down for hours if, if you let yourself. 
Okay. It is people who clearly they do have some sort of mental, there's something going on there that's mm -hmm. not what we consider normal. Right. And so they're finding synchronicities essentially everywhere they look because they believe that they are a targeted individual from the government or some other outside force. And so they're like, well, I saw this out-of-state license plate and I saw another one from the same state all on the same day and that means X, Y, or Z. And so I got thoroughly sucked into, I mean, down to that rabbit hole for like at least two hours watching these people and what they believe and what their targeted? individual synchronicities are. What's that? And why are they targeted? No, why are you targeted? Who, me? Yeah. What do you mean? Do you feel that I probably ended up... A... Do you feel that well, you're targeted? No, no. Uh, okay, I'm just curious. I just I'm just kind of standing back watching these people like, holy shit, like what? What? So anyway, my question to you is, where is the line between people, and there are tons of videos out there about, I would say more of a healthy relationship mm -hmm. with synchronicities yeah. and believing those sorts of things. And then there's like the darker targeted individual side of TikTok. Where is the line between where society goes, this is okay, and this needs a diagnosis? It's so funny that you ask that because within the last two weeks, I've had this very conversation in my own head. No way. Yes. And it, it's, it's mm -hmm. when, when I look, thought of the word live, mm -hmm. evil, mm -hmm. L-I-V-E, E-I-V, wait, E-V, E-V-I-L, evil. Uh -huh. I think about it, 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 forward and backwards, it's the same thing. It's in all of us. You, you have both in you. Mm -hmm. You make a choice which one is going to prevail. You have, it's, it's... I had that same realization like a week, two weeks ago. Get out of here. Under, under considerably different circumstances, but that yeah. was the nugget of yeah. information that I gathered from a particular experience. Cool. That, um, same exact thing. You have a choice. And you have the choice. The choice is... And, and here, here's the icing on the cake. <laughs> I, I'm giving it all away right now, guys. This is, this is, this is the freebie. You are the key. Mm -hmm. your, your, you, your thought is the key to unlock whatever you want to unlock. Period. There is nothing else. It is your thought. Right. Your thought controls everything. Mm -hmm. And you get to do and be and say and, and experience whatever you think. I mean, but there are, there are certain consequences. The, the, Don't to, go do something that gets no, killed. No, well, that's, that's the part of the thought. You have to think of everything. As a result of your thought, whatever it is you that you do, mm -hmm. you will experience because of your thought. Good, right. bad, evil, life, fun, whatever it is. So be careful what you think because... You will get to experience it, and it may not be good. Mm -hmm. right. Or it could be the best thing that ever happened to you, and I'm telling that you right now. so funny we're talking about this, because I, that was the biggest takeaway. Well, second biggest takeaway, but yeah, but yeah it's it's up to you. How you Period. talk to yourself in yep. your own head, how what you listen to, what in media you intake, how you frame your thoughts, how you interpret other people's actions. It really does define essentially everything about your life no more no more are you allowed to say you made me mad no i'm sorry i didn't make you mad i got upset <laughs> you allowed yourself to make no. yourself mad period mm -hmm. no don't blame it on me because i'm not taking it you be responsible right. for you that way you only have you to think mm -hmm. yeah. and so that was that was that was that's the line. The line is, you draw the line wherever you decide to draw the line. Why do these people go out and murder? They've drawn the line. The, the people who believe that they're targeted. Um, mm -hmm. And there's other hashtags and catchphrases and, and buzzwords that go along with this particular subsection of culture. But these people, that is their reality. They don't question it. That is what they believe yeah. wholeheartedly and with every fiber of their being. Yeah. And who's to say that they're not right? As crazy as it may uh, it's sound, it's unlikely. It's unlikely. 
For you? Yes. For I them, no. That it, for them, no, but it's a... And I can be okay uh, I with that. that. The synchronicities thing, some of it on one end of the spectrum, people are very grounded about it, and other people take it and just run with it in a completely opposite direction, but it's all sort of... I mean, I don't think anybody is... I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say any mean, but... When you think of ancient civilizations, what happened to them when they all just disappeared? They were here one minute and gone the next, and then time went on until they were discovered again. Yeah. But there are, there are tales, there are stories, there are... So, if it happened several times in the past, what does that tell you about the future? that it's going to happen several more times. Mm-hmm. When is it going to happen? Who knows? Like, you're talking like end of society kind of stuff? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's inevitable. And to think that it, to think that it's not is, is you're just, you're, you're not facing reality. You're afraid to think about the truth. How could you be afraid about the truth? The truth is the truth. Don't we all want to know the truth? Well, I think people just don't like to think about the end of the world because they put a lot of effort into their present and their future and the expectation of a future. So it disrupts a lot of people to think that it doesn't really matter. But all the stories tell us of what's to come. Any one of the religions, they're all the same. The stories are basically the same. They all tell us what's coming in the end. And they've told us all along, don't be afraid of it. Be a good person. Embrace it. Mm -hmm. You have nothing to fear. But yet we run around here like chickens with our head cut off, having to freak out about things that are irrelevant. A dollar, please, knock it off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Take care of one each other. Hey, remember when I texted you earlier yes. today and I said, don't let me forget to tell you about gas station guys speaking of people freaking out over things that really don't matter. Are you yes. ready? Buckle in. Yes, please. There is a gentleman um, in like camouflage and a tan t-shirt and a camouflage hat. And he has a very large pickup truck with military bumper stickers. And I, we pulled up behind him and I looked at Keith and I said, that guy is going to bitch to you about gas prices. And he goes, he better not, and I'm like, I'm watching his body language. He can't contain himself. He's right? beside himself. So, oh, he was, I have, honestly, I've seen people in varying, just different states of grief, and I have never seen another human being so distraught before. And I'm not exaggerating. He's standing there, shaking his head, mouth open, trying to look at people to make eye contact so that he can get some validation for his feelings, and nobody's paying him any bit of mind. <laughs> At one point, I tried to get a picture, but I missed it. He had his hand on the pump and his other hand over his eyes, and he's just like cradling his head in his hands, right? Drama queen. It It was, oh my gosh. So he gets done, and he's like clicking the button, clicking the button for the gas thing to like get get the gas out. And um, he's down there like staring at it, and he's down there for like 30 seconds trying to get it to a certain point. He pulls out his phone, takes a picture of the pump, and drives off. So we passed the pump on our way out, and he sat there and clicked it to get to $99 for the picture. So he could go, then take the picture, and complain and online. Bitch it. <laughs> and bitch Look about it. Look what I just paid for I, gas. I laughed. Oh, I shouldn't have laughed, but I laughed so hard. And yet you're the dumbass that just jumped back into the cab of that and fired up and drove down the street. Hello? Oh, oh. And he was just beside himself. You could tell he's blaming everybody for in the, the truck world. that he drives. <laughs> but then he made sure to fill it up to the you know ninety nine dollars, so it made an impact. Well, what you, what he doesn't understand is that the modern cars, when you fill them up to, you're not supposed to. Once it stops, once it once it clicks, just stop, because there's a little breather hole in there, and if gas goes down to that breather hole, it gets sucked up and it clogs up these other things that, and causes more damage than the $99 dollars he's going to have to worry about. For, yes, so it's like... If that photo op ruined his car. 
it, it will lead to it if he keeps doing photo ops. Yes, sucking gas oh down into the breather god. tube for your... It's not a good thing. Oh my god. I'm like, why are you stressing about this here? We have no control over it, none whatsoever. None. Unless you're going to make yours, a, a, you know, where you take oil and you turn it into fuel. I don't want... Just don't. Don't Speaking of turning oil into fuel, time. yeah, just get over it. Uh -huh. The the yeah. if you if you search the um, how they're turning water and making um, uh, nitrogen, not nitrogen. The uh, I'm gonna have to cut this part. I didn't out. do too well in science class. It's okay. I'm having. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they they're talking about that you can take the water and turn the water in. To turn the water into wine. No, not wine. Stop it. Um, Hold on. Is it some kind of fuel? Yes. Hydrogen. Thank you. There we go. It came to me. Oh. H2O. Hydrogen. You're welcome. I didn't do <laughs> No, I, no I, I, I astro projected into your phone. I saw that you were typing and I said, oh, yeah, there it is. Hydrogen. Thank you. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I saw you pick up your phone. As soon as you picked up your phone, I, I pictured typing. And I said, oh, hydrogen. Okay, there we go. Anyhow. Hydrogen. So yes, you can take you can take you can take a battery and, and build yourself basically a, a hydrogen separator. So it bubbles the water and it takes the hydrogen out. And you suck the hydrogen out, and you can use the hydrogen then to um, fuel your car. Um, oh wow! Yes, I mean it's and at first the first thought was that hydrogen is not safe, but it is very safe because it's the lightest element. And so if they showed you shooting a bullet through a hydrogen tank, and the hydrogen escapes so fast that it does not have time to ignite. Oh, wow. So. That's cool. Hey, guys, can you start building some hydrogen separators and then the tanks to compress them that we can then inject that into the fuel injectors um, for fuel? That'd Anyways. be nice. That'd really help out. Give us a solid. <laughs> Do you remember back in Tustin in the tool shed where I took those little model cars and I put magnets on there. I said, "You got to watch this." Yeah. If they oh, would that just was the coolest thing. If they would just put sensors on cars, watch this. They could just um, the cars could avoid each other. I, I didn't have enough thought, but holy shit, what are they doing? You know, thirty years later. The cars avoid each other in the same way. They're putting and sensors they on cars. Them. Yes, not with magnets, but yeah. sensors then that could detect and prevent the collision. I just thought, man, that is so cool. That was so fun. I, funny, yes, that is a core memory. I remember that. Cass, you got to check this out. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> Isn't it brilliant? I just couldn't get over the fact that, yeah, but I'm driving down the... Okay, it has to be an electromagnet because if we're driving down the street, we can't be picking up all the metal objects that are on the road. Although, if I had like a... You know how back in the day with the old cars, how they had like the scoops on the front? They were the people movers? Yes. Do you remember? Yeah. So like your people would just roll off the front, kind of like a train, an old train. Anyway, I need a big magnet like that on my car because like every six months I pick something up and have to go get a tire patched <laughs> or replaced or something. So if you could just make a big magnet that sucks it up before it hits my tire, that'd be great. So we'd have to have a we'd have to have a magnet dangling in front of your tire, and but hopefully yeah, it doesn't pick up a big because then it would get caught underneath your wheel and. I'm gonna right. have to rethink so that. Hold on. And I don't want it so strong that I end up into like a light post or something <laughs> on accident, or like at the back of a bus because the mag. You know, no, we really got to think about this. <laughs> it, maybe we could just make the tires like repelling. Can we do that? We just buy run flats. Is 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 that, oh, <laughs> you're making it way too easy. <laughs> I would probably try to run the run flats past the point of where you're supposed to run them, though. And oh, man, there should be some rubber on this tire. <laughs> what? They Wait, said I never needed air. I had a tire store. Tell me that. Ma'am, there's supposed to be rubber like, on no, this tire? Really, just just put your hand back here, ma'am. And it was just rubber belt. Or not rubber, but metal, belt, metal belt. The entire tire. <laughs> yes. And I've been running out of belts for months. Thank God I didn't have kids. It's a new trend. Now I care. <laughs> I'm like, isn't it extra traction? He's like, no, ma'am, it is not. My tire has bling. <laughs> I'm like, isn't this basically like a snow chain, but just built in? He's like, no. 
Oh, damn. Okay, well, thank you. I was in my early 20s. I don't think they wanted to give me the car back. <laughs> uh, ma'am, can we see your keys, please? <laughs> you guys want to thank you for joining us on this episode of... Murder. And ghosts, we will see you soon. You can find past and upcoming episode information at MurderAndGhost.com. It's quick, and by golly, we really would appreciate your support. You can also find Murder and Ghosts at YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Don't be shy. Log on today. We would love to hear from you.